Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I am Dana K. White. I share my personal deslobification process as I figure out ways to keep my own home under control. I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 365. 365. That's a number that we all say all the time, right? So basically now, three out of every four years, you can listen to one of my podcasts every single day for the year. And then by the time we get to a leap year, obviously next week's podcast will have come out. And so, yep. All right. You have a podcast to listen to for every single day of the year, except that I think I skipped an episode here or there. But you know what? We'll be fine, right? Um, besides, I don't expect you to do that, <laughs> even though I know some of you do. Anyway, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Let's get to what we're talking about this week. So I'm talking to Mandy, and Mandy has been through a lot in the last several years, really unimaginable grief, except that she's actually lived through it. So she doesn't even have to just imagine it. So it is, uh, I am so thankful that she has come on and talked about what she's been through and her situation. And we talk about decision fatigue. I mean, that's a, that's a big deal when you're dealing with grief, right? Like a lot of decisions that have to be made, not just about your clutter, but about every single thing she's talking about letting go of sentimental items, items she doesn't know if it's important or not yet. Uh, so we just, we just talk through the process and I think you're going to learn something from it. I hope that you haven't been through this situation that she's been through, but I know some of you have, and all of us have been through something that I think you're really going to learn, uh, from this conversation and what she's willing to share. Just as a reminder, if you are interested in being a member of our Patreon community, so it's members of the Patreon community who I do these interviews with for the podcast, uh, you can go find out more about joining us at patreon.com slash a sob comes clean. But yeah, here we go. Let's hear the conversation with Mandy. Mandy, thank you so much for being willing to talk to me for a while. I told you ahead of time, I'll tell everybody, I am so tired. Mandy's tired too. Uh, And I was like, if I yawn, please don't be offended. Like, please, please don't be offended. But anyway, I'm not going to, I'm going to try my best not to, but my eyes are watering as I even think about it. So, (laughs) all right. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your unique life situation. Well, thank you for having me. Um, Thanks for being on. I appreciate it. And um, well, first of all, (laughs) I've always struggled. My room growing up, you know, was never great. And my husband said he knew that about me when we got married. And, you know, so he didn't, um, it wasn't a surprise that, you know, I never got it together. You know, like you said, that each phase I thought I'd be better, you know. (laughs) Um, So recently gone through some big life changes. My dad passed away. um, And thank you. And um, so I... (laughs) in process of that, I inherited his house. He was a product of the depression kind of. So everything had a purpose or everything, you know, you could be repurposed. Had potential for sure. Yes, definitely. And then my husband passed away about 10 weeks later. 
That one Wh- was wait, what? a little more expected. <laughs> he, I'm he, so sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. I did not realize that. I am so sorry. I just see that in yeah. your notes. Oh my goodness. I'm so sorry, Mandy. Thank you. It's, it's been challenging. His, his was cancer related. So, oh. you know, that my dad was more unexpected, but, um, you know, we, we had hoped that my husband would hang on longer. You know, yeah. we were trying to get him in studies and things like that. So, um, so very big life changes in oh. a matter of two months this year. And also because you know, I didn't, the last time that my husband and I moved, we bought the house before we sold our old house and we kind of, we were burned. <laughs> it took okay. us two years to, to sell the old house. So during the big real estate boom, I wanted to sell our house if we could, because I knew I was moving to my dad's house. So I took a month off after my husband passed away and packed like crazy and you know just to get it on the market and get it gone in the meantime I'm, I'm a member of your patreon group the mm-hmm. um, kindred spirits facebook group and um i had posted about this in there and it just so happened that um, one of the other members her church adopted us after his death and brought us meals and she happened to be one of those people that brought us meals And she recognized my story and, um, you know, reached out to me and she came over and volunteered and helped me pack and um, arranged for, you know, her men's group to help get the big furniture out. So it's been, you know, it's been trying, but it's also been great, you know, to meet new people. Yeah. So um, that's amazing. That's, that's amazing. I'm, it makes me emotional to think that y'all connected in that way. And it's been great. Like we've helped each other out, you know, you know, I went over and helped her and, you know, it's been, it's been great. We haven't been able to get together as much lately, but it's, um, it's definitely a connection. It it was like, we knew each other, you know, it was not one of those awkward, you know, just meeting people. We kind of got each other and it was just a connection. You were kindred spirits. We were. Yeah. Yeah. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So, um, I guess that I still have some storage units (laughs) from that move because once we got, you know, that house gone, it's been like, I'm back to work full time and, um, you know, it's just been, I don't know. It's, it's been overwhelming Yeah, because I moved in an already fully furnished house. And, you know, and it sometimes it is deciding which item is better or I'll have three of the same items or I didn't even know I had that item, (laughs) you know, like, so, and, and, and I guess that's, 
Wow. You've been through a lot and you have been through everyone's nightmare, you know, and Mm -hmm. you've also been through the person who struggles with clutters nightmare. And then you combine those two things together. So you have a lot going on. So you, okay, let me just clarify. You're living in your dad's house that he had before he passed away. You were Mm -hmm. able to sell the house that you and your husband had together. Okay. Yes. Okay. So you are in there and are you still in the process at this point of getting settled into that house? Oh, totally. I mean, there are, we have cleared up some main living areas, but there are boxes still everywhere. And because, you know, in the middle of all that, I've had COVID twice now. Oh my goodness. (laughs) It's just, you know, um, it, life doesn't slow down or stop because I moved and because people died, you know, so it's just been, it's been a lot and, you know, I have to give myself some grace, but it's hard, you know, when it overwhelms you. Of course. So, okay. Well, tell me what has been working well for you. So I think even before all of that happened, um, I was trying to go through and downsize my original house. But uh, I think the container concept has really helped, you know, like it helps, it has helped me say to myself, you know, I can keep some of these items, but I can only keep this many, Yeah, <laughs> you know, so that I can keep anything, but I can't keep everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that, that has helped a lot. And even here, you know, it's, it's been helpful. Definitely. As you, I'm sure you're doing a lot of one in one outing. Yes. And some of it are, some of them are easy decisions, you know, and some of them are not so easy decisions, Yeah. you know, because a lot of, this isn't my childhood home, but my mom and dad moved here 17 years ago. Okay. And there is still a lot of stuff from then, um, you know, and so there's a lot of my childhood items, you know, so not just like getting rid of stuff. It's, it's, it all, you know, triggers memories. Yeah. What's something else that's been helpful for you and working well? So, um, the, the finding trash, you know, like, you can walk into a room or just anywhere and you're overwhelmed and you have to do something just to be able to look around and say, I, okay, I can start with the trash Yeah. and you get a bag and you just start with the trash. And then, you know, it slowly uncovers, you know, duck clutter where, you know, you know, that doesn't belong here and you know exactly where it goes. Just that is really helpful. Uh, my daughter, she gets overwhelmed with her room too. And I'm just like, just go start with the trash. Does that work for her? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. You have enough. Your emotional energy has been spent. Yes. I, I mean, right. Like, I mean, you're out. You're out of emotional energy. You've been through. I mean, just the move itself mm-hmm. is enough emotional energy. And then we take into account the things that brought about the move, which is the absolute complete use of all your emotional energy. So the trash is something you can do 
when you feel like you need to do something and it literally takes no emotional energy. Exactly. So progress without emotional energy is incredibly valuable, especially in your, your situation. So tell me about some things that you want to discuss maybe that I can hopefully help. Um, I think, um, decision fatigue along those lines of, you know, it's just, it's a lot, you know, it, it doesn't take long to, to get spent, you know, it's just really, I only have the weekends to work the evenings at this point, you know, um, I do have a, an autoimmune disease and the evenings are just to recoup from the workday, you know? So, um, and it's easy to get decision fatigue. Are you using the no mess process so that you can work in any amount of time without making it worse? Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, so, so let's looking at your situation, you're basically cleaning out your dad's house while also living in it while also moving into it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and you have the additional emotional layer of your husband has passed away. And so, mm-hmm. so the, I mean, like time, cause this happened, let's see, we are speaking in December of 22 and I'm looking on here and these events just happened in January and March of 22, mm-hmm. right? So we're less than a year you are and in that year you've moved, you've done all these big, big things. So I think it's, you know, you, like you said, you're trying to give yourself grace. So in that time, say I am okay. One of the things I've been telling myself a lot lately is like, you know what? This doesn't feel like the biggest impact thing to do, but it's going to have to be done eventually. Mm -hmm. And so I'm giving myself permission to do the things that are going to have to be done eventually, even though they don't feel like they're really that worthy of my time. Right. And so giving yourself permission to just really focus in on those first three steps that are non-emotional, you know, like I'm going to go in and I'm going to just deal with this closet full of my dad's stuff. And I'm only going to get rid of the duck clutter and that's it. Like, I'm not going to even, I'm not going to do anything else. You know, if there's trash, I'll put it in the trash bag. If there's duck clutter, I'll put it in that, but I am not going to, I'm not going to move from this space. I am not going to uh, walk across the house or up the stairs or down the stairs or whatever. I am literally just going to do those two steps in here because it has to be done eventually anyway. Right. And so if I can just reduce the amount of stuff in that space, I'm going to feel successful and I'm going to, and I'm going to say, this was great. I'm going to move on to another space because I don't have the energy after the end of a long day, after all I've been through, after my autoimmune disease, I don't have the energy to do anything else. So I'm going to just do this most easy thing. Do you give yourself permission to do that sometimes? Sometimes. Yes. And, you know, I think that goes along with, you know, I know you focus on the visibility rule, Mm -hmm. but sometimes I just can't make myself do that. Sometimes, you know, something way far back in the corner of my bathroom is going to make me feel better. To, to get that done. Well, and it's going to have to be done eventually. Anyway, you're in a situation yeah. where literally you're going to have to go through every single space in this entire house. It's not that you've been living in this space forever and, you know, things have built and built and built. It's like, no, I, I literally have to go through everything. So give yourself permission to say, 
it's going to have to be done eventually anyway. So whatever space I can go sit in a chair and get rid of trash and duh donations. Okay. You know, I don't know. Does that help at all? Yeah. Yeah, it, it does. It gives me, <laughs> it's more like giving me permission, you know, yeah. to, to not feel bad about, you know, not being able to tackle certain tasks, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and for you too, especially in a normal moving situation, you would be moving into an empty space and you're not doing that. And so it's like, right. you almost have to empty the space out first, but then it's your dad's stuff. So you're not necessarily going to empty every single thing out. So it's like looking at it as, okay, I'm, I'm going to empty this space out. Maybe not all the way but I'm just going to get out the trash and the dead donations because that has to be done anyway before I can fully move in. And so it's just kind of acknowledging this is the reality of this really not great situation. And I'm going to do the best I can. I'm going to do the things that are going to have to be done eventually anyway. And I'm going to just keep on making progress. Yes. And, you know, I do have, um, I do have some friends that will come and help when they can. And usually, you know, it's, It's just great to have a focus buddy sometimes, you know? Yes. Yeah. That's great. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp Projects. So many projects. Taking care of all the things gets overwhelming. So when I get that feeling of overwhelm, I know I need to take steps to make my mental well-being a priority. Having someone to talk to like a better help therapist can really help. This time of year is always busy, but with my youngest child graduating from high school, we have lots of extra projects that need my attention. I know from experience that these are the times when it feels extra helpful and essential to talk through my emotions with my therapist. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist. The online platform simplifies the process. It's accessible and affordable. After answering a short questionnaire, you can choose whether you prefer to meet via phone call, video, or live chat, and you can plan your sessions at your convenience to suit your schedule. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash clean. Y'all know I am all about identifying what things you can do to make overwhelming tasks possible. Buying a home or selling a home can be completely overwhelming. Finding just the right realtor can make the whole process so much easier. That's why I want to tell you about Redfin. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy an experienced local 
available Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents. With a listing fee as low as 1%, Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. I know firsthand what a difference having the right real estate agent can make. We would have been lost without ours when we bought our current home and sold our old home a couple of years ago. Download the Redfin app to get started. So what's another situation now that I've completely solved that, right? Like just totally, I solved it. Yeah. Yeah. You're good. (laughs) (laughs) I think um, another situation is that um, it kind of combines a couple of things, Um, you know, letting go of sentimental items, but also knowing, you know, what's important and what's not. Like, I think my cousin came over and helped me in the garage uh, shortly after my husband died. And um, I think we threw out a big box of nuts and bolts that I might need now. (laughs) But, (laughs) you know, that it might go to that metal carport thing that I want to put together to put my camper under. And I think I got rid of those. I'm just going to tell you that nuts and bolts are pretty cheap individually and go to the little local hardware store Mm -hmm. and, and tell, tell the man what you need or the woman what you need. And like, they're literally like six cents or something crazy. I mean, I know I'm going to say this and somebody's gonna be like, she doesn't know anything about nuts and bolts. I'm just saying in my experience, when I've had to go buy that one thing and I've had to do it because I threw them away because I got frustrated in a decluttering project and I didn't know what it was. And so I just got rid of it. Like nuts and bolts and things like that can be replaced. And I, and I think what I'm trying to say is you're going to make mistakes. You are going to make mistakes because um, I mean, are you the fix it person? Were you the fix it person in your family? I think both of us okay. had our own strengths in that area. Um, I wasn't the only one. Yeah. But, you know, but, I, I mean, I'm a this, good YouTuber at this point too. Good. <laughs> but th- that's, that's going to be the reality. You're going to make mistakes because it is overwhelming and it's, it's going to be okay. Because getting rid of that box of nuts and bolts you're going to be, I mean, if, if the carport is standing at this point, you can probably identify which things you need and go get just those items. And, you know, just don't let that stop the process and just acknowledge that decluttering regret is going to happen. And it's probably going to happen more for you because you are so overwhelmed and because you need to get so much stuff out that you're probably going to make a few mistakes and it's going to be worth it to have a house that's more manageable. And the bet you're going to feel better with the more manageable that this house gets, right? And then yeah. that's going to give you the bandwidth to be able to do the things that you need to be do, which sometimes is just replacing, uh, you know, an item. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I've come to realize that some too. Um, that you know, I can't keep everything. No, you know, it's just even if I didn't have that before, um, and it's really cool. Am I really going to use it? Yeah. <laughs> Well, and you know, you can keep anything, but you can't keep everything. And people whose houses aren't cluttered choose regret over clutter. 
choose the potential, the possibility of regret over clutter. And so it is, it is okay to go ahead and get rid of something and you may, you may regret it. Um, so just today in a take your house back, we were doing a, a live sometimes. We'll, are you in there? I don't know if you are or not, but I am in there. Yeah. So we'll do a live. That's all three of us. And Dawn said something about, uh, she'd spoken to John Deloney, who's a mental health professional or whatever. And he said, if you have to choose between guilt or resentment, choose guilt. And I was like, okay, okay. I feel like that's what's going on here, right? Like, you know, you feel guilty for having thrown that away. You feel the regret, Mm-hmm. But as long as it's boxes and boxes and piles of stuff, that's resentment, right? And that's that's this like, oh, it's such a bad feeling. And it's like, you may experience guilt, but if you have to choose between guilt and resentment, choose guilt. Although I don't think you need to feel guilty about throwing that stuff away anyway. Like I, I, I it's just kind of a similar type yeah. situation, but no, I think you need to just say, I made a mistake. It happens. I'm going to be okay. I'm just going to get what I need. And then most likely you're going to realize, oh, I'd rather run to the hardware store and get the three bolts I need than have a big box of stuff that I don't even know what to do with. That sometimes it may take you less time to get in the car and drive to the hardware store and get exactly what you need and get back home than it would to dig through this box that's full of all sorts of odds and ends, you know? Right. Did I solve that problem now too? Totally. 1000%. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, and and so like you said, like, I don't even know I have some of this stuff until I uncover it. Yeah. Which means you would have gone to the hardware store anyway. right? Right. And so that right there is a really good point is you are in a situation where it's like, there's a whole bunch of stuff you're not going to know that you had. And as long as you're not going through it, you're just going to be adding to it because you're going to be going out and getting that stuff anyway. But mm-hmm. it might be different if it if you run across something and you're like, would it occur to me that my dad had this? Like, you know, would it, would it occur to me that I could have gone to my dad's house and borrowed his? Well, in that case, then maybe it makes sense to keep it. Yeah. But if it would never have occurred to you that you had it or that your dad had one, then that, you know, becomes something that's probably it needs to go because the goal is to get rid of stuff so that you can have a house under control so that you can know what you have. Right. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. What else did you want to talk about? I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, I feel like we've hit on a lot of things. Um, I've solved all your problems. That's what you're telling me. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for being um, willing to go with my snarkiness. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, there's a lot of, my dad had a lot of um, items outside too. He mm-hmm. grew up, you know, on a farm, like a legit farm. And um, so he had a lot of equipment and farm pieces. Um, and then there's a local auction that's monthly uh, for farm equipment that he would, he and I are very similar in the fact that he saw a lot of potential in, in items. You know, he may have intended to flip that item and I may have intended to just do a craft with this item, but then they never happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I've had a neighbor helping me out in that arena too. Um, people have been very kind. Uh, the auctioneer actually came over and helped load up items and we sold at the past two uh, auctions. And, you know, it's, that's a huge, yeah, it's been like even outside and you know what (laughs) I thought to myself the other day, the outside is just like inside start with the trash, you know, like, um, there's a lot of brush and once you start to peel back the brush you start to find items that are either in good shape or in not good shape from sitting in the weather um so you know it it's been helpful to have somebody else help with that because I don't know if it's salvageable or if I can sell it for more than I can scrap it you know like it's it's been tough. <laughs> how do you feel as like, as that auctioneer took a, a load away, how did that make you feel good? It did make me feel good. Um, I think having this neighbor helping me has helped a lot because um, I remember my dad saying, now this came from the old farm and now this is this, and this is that. And, you know, I didn't know what a lot of this stuff was, you know, and I didn't record that. I wish I would have, um, but it's been helpful um, just knowing that there is some potential in some of these items and somehow I've gotten over the guilt of getting rid of all that. You know, I'm keeping That's a great. few things that I may use later, you know, if I want to do a garden or something, but, you know, um, I have a two layer barn Um and the top layer, I intend to create a craft area eventually, oh, wow. like a work yeah. space. We're getting there. It's going to yeah. take a long time, but you know, that's, that's exciting. That's huge. Well, it sounds like you are slowly, but surely moving along and getting, I mean, it sounds like you're really making progress. I'm very proud of you. Like I'm very, um, 
impressed with all that you have to do and all that you are doing. I hope you're proud of yourself. Thank you. Yeah, I am. Yeah. yeah. Well, I also wanted to touch on, cause you briefly mentioned sentimental and then we kind of started talking about other stuff. Like how have you been dealing with the, the sentimental stuff? I think so part of it. And I, I am in the take your house back okay. um, group. And I think I started that course and then life fell apart. Um, it, it was even, it was like a year before, uh, you know, my dad passed away, but um, my husband's treatments and everybody kept getting sick and all that. So I had to put everything on pause. But um, I think um, part of it was one of the things someone mentioned was um would you buy this you know like if if you didn't have it would you buy this you know and and that was part of the sentimental thing you know like would the person want you to get hung up on this would they want you to struggle over this decision Mm -hmm. or would they want you to keep it knowing that it really just creates anxiety Mm -hmm. (laughs) and no they wouldn't you know? Yeah. Those things that are truly sentimental need to be honored. And for something to be honored, it can't be crammed in with other stuff. So it only makes sense to pick the very best and give it a place of honor. Um, Yes. Yeah. But I know you're in the thick of things right now. So yeah, um, it's some, you know, sometimes you just have to kind of like you say, work up that decluttering muscle, you know, get rid of the, the obvious ones. And then, you know, well, and you have the gift, you have the wonderful gift. I'm being sarcastic though, but you have the wonderful gift of having a lot of stuff to get rid of. That's not emotional. So you have plenty of stuff to spend your time on before you ever get to this super sentimental stuff, right? Yes. Yeah, totally. Yes. I mean, yeah. Okay. I started listening to you when, so my grandmother passed away in 2017. That was my mom's mom. Um, my mom passed away in 2013. So, um, I started listening to you. I think it, it was a, a year or two later, um, 18 or 19 when I was traveling back and forth to her house because it was part of it was just my aunt and my mom. So I was tasked with my uncle to uh, declutter her house so we could sell it. So (laughs) I would build up my, (laughs) yeah, you know, I would build up my motivation and my, you know, by listening to you, it was about an hour, a little over an hour drive each way. So you know, and, and I saved a little too much of that stuff, I'm sure, but not nearly as much as I would have. Right. You know, and, and I don't know where I was going with that, but you know. Well, no, I, all of those things are hard, but I hope that the experience that you had there is helping you through this time where it's, you know, you're having to go through this again, but in a whole different level. Right. It is. Yeah, that's definitely. Okay. All right. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about or let me know or anything. I don't know. Okay. That's fine. What <laughs> do you sorry. love about being a kindred spirit other than finding a new, really great friend? 
Um, yeah, that's the main um, main thing is finding the great friend um, and also just having the support there and, and people understanding. Not a lot of people understand people like us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you have to kind of be one of us to understand Um and it it's just great getting the support and and people are genuinely kind there. Yeah. yeah, I agree. It's a great group. I love it. It is. So. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much for being willing to come on. Thanks for sharing. Um, thanks for just, I, I think what you're going through and the way that you're approaching it it's going to help some people, you know, there, there may be some going through very similar situations or maybe different situations, but they can take something of what you've learned and what you've done and what you said, and they can apply it and and give them hope for their own spaces and their situations. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Danielle really just learn a lot from that. And I just appreciate all of you so much. I know some of you come on the show. Some of you don't. Some of you have been listening all 365 days of the last year. And I appreciate y'all so much. And I appreciate your willingness to just be open and honest. And uh, it's just such a great community that we have, right? I'm not just talking about Patreon. I'm talking about here. I feel like we have a community of people who are just willing to like say, hey, let's be honest and realistic about what we're going through. And figure out a way to get through it together to help each other. So just a reminder, if you would like to be a member of our Patreon community, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash a slob comes clean. All right. I will talk to you all next week. Bye.